The Source of Truth is an audio recording of Pastor Ronnie Love sharing Christian encouragement and biblical truth. We hope this podcast can help make your path a bit brighter today. Psalms 119.105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Well, good morning and welcome back to the Source of Truth podcast. And thank you for joining us on this Friday edition as we finish up the week together in the Word of God. And again, I want to thank you for joining us and giving me the chance to be part of your day. And I hope you'll join us Sunday morning. We're hoping for a great day as we uh, strive to remember. Um, Obviously, we're going to focus some of our attention on the events of 9-11 20 years ago tomorrow. And so we're going to focus a little bit of our attention in the midst of the service. Uh, We have representatives from the fire department, uh, the police department, our first responders, ambulance and medical teams are going to be here tomorrow, or Sunday, excuse me, giving us a chance to be able to honor them. Uh, We have some nice plaques we put together and it's a chance for our church to say thank you uh, for their response and their help to us over the last 20 years and, and before since. And so we'd love just to honor our community in that area. Um, We also have, we appreciate one of the members of the um, Nottingham Fire Department down the street has agreed to bring a fire truck, and so that'll be out in our parking lot. We'll have a chance for the kids and others to go see that. So hope you come. Hope you come and enjoy the time. Hope you bring a friend as we just come together, because what we'll do is we'll finish the time off in God's Word, uh, looking at um, just how He is our source of strength. And how in all this time, and what's changed in the last 20 years, and I say even more in the last year and a half, uh, the source of strength in our, in our answer is found in Jesus. And so we'll focus on that and look to him uh, to this Sunday. So hope you join us. The service is at 10 o'clock Sunday morning. Actually, we're having a breakfast, a light breakfast at 9.30 Sunday morning. So if you want to join us, please join us early. Most of the extra festivities will take place before the morning service. So we invite you. The fire truck will be out there prior to the morning service. So we invite you to join us. Be there. At uh, nine, be here at nine thirty. Enjoy some donuts and some coffee, uh, and then just be uh, appreciate the guests that are coming, and then a great time in God's Word. We'll have a baptism service in the middle of the worship time on Sunday. Just look forward to a great service. So hope you join us starting at nine thirty Sunday morning. Uh, Psalm chapter ninety one this morning. Psalm chapter ninety one, and we think it actually it's quite fitting when we think about the events of this weekend. Um, I was just watching a video yesterday as I'm doing, was doing some preparation for Sunday morning's message. And I had kind of typed in the question into Google, what has changed, what is different in our life since 9-11, 20 years ago? Now, honestly, a year and a half, two years ago, we would have talked about how much had changed in the last 20 years. Uh, mostly, there's been aspects, most of us don't really recognize it. It's, you go and fly in the airport, yeah, you're going to see an awful lot of change from what it was like 20 plus years ago. Uh, There are some new laws, political things that take place. Uh, Homeland Security is all new because of it. A lot of different things uh, that we don't see a whole lot of because they kind of happen outside of our daily purview. Um, They were mentioning how in all reality, not a huge amount. Our view of how we view people, the thought of terrorism on a daily basis, that's changed our view of of just just weird scenarios, school shootings, things. A lot of that has increased. And so the intensity of fear has increased over the last 20 years. But I honestly say, when you think of the events of the last two years, last year and a half with COVID and how so much more has changed, it's almost like the events of the 20 years prior haven't changed much. We live in a day of fluidity. We live in a day 
day where things change and they can change from day to day. And uh, in a desire for protection and a desire for security, um, you know, we wonder, do we give up this freedom? What happens here? And there's so many things. And honestly, there's no perfect answer for any of it, to be honest. And we have very two very strong opinions many times. And so when we look, where's the answer? What's the voice? Well, can I encourage you when we look for a voice that gives calm, we look for an answer that gives us security and strength. Can I encourage you, um, as much as we respect the authorities that God has placed above us locally and nationally, can I encourage you that our ultimate answer is not found in a government official? Uh, I would say as Christians, the answer is found in Jesus. And what happens is that answer is often pinned as generic. Well, of course, you're going to say that. You have to say that. Can I encourage you that we're going to look at a passage today that absolutely states that that's not just something I say uh, because I'm a Christian and it's a nice, sweet phrase to appease my belief and somehow squeeze my beliefs my own personal private beliefs into the into the world. No, because that is the only answer for the events of today. People have been given the idea that my Christian beliefs are mine on my side, but they don't really help. They don't really not really part of today. Can I be honest with you? The chaos of today is proof that Jesus is the only answer. We have gone and government has tried for years and, and people in power have tried for years to get God out of everything and then we wonder why the chaos has grown. This is why. And then they want to blame religion. This is why. It's because we've pushed God out of it. And here's what we're going to look at today is what we needed in our country, in our churches, in our homes, and sometimes we just completely ignore it. Can we take a few minutes and evaluate a few verses in Psalm chapter 91? Psalmist says this, He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. He said, I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God, in Him will I trust. Surely He shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with His wet feathers, and under his wings shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Now, obviously, verse 4 is using the, the protection of God, and he's using a picture of a bird, a bird bringing all of the small birds under and using the protection of their feathers, of their wings, to protect them from the storms, protect them from other, other enemies, and uh, being a great protection from other birds and other, other things of that nature. And so we see this protection of a mother who would bring her, her babies underneath to protect them. And that's exactly how. When we come to this place, we can find a great protection. It's kind of like the heat of the day and the, and the ex, ex, anxiety and the struggle and all of the events of the day and of our life and of our circumstances and of our culture. Every one of these things can become extremely overwhelming. And it's kind of like going out in, in, in a 90 plus day, degree day, and you're walking outside and the temperature is just excessive and it's overwhelming. And then you're able to walk under a bit of shade, under a tree and spend some time. It is relaxing. It is massively relaxing. You can immediately feel the pressure of the sun beating on your head. Take, it's immediately some of the pressures alleviated. It happens when you put a hat on or walk in the shade. This is the idea. Walking into that shade. Can I talk about a couple things that the psalmist has said that it comes down to a choice. And this is not just, well, I'm a Christian. I should have this. This isn't generic. This just isn't, I believe in Jesus. Therefore, this should happen. There are some very specific instructions in this passage that we've read that we have, to, we have to follow to enjoy uh, the respite, the peace, the, the protection that comes from our time with God. And he starts in verse 1, He that dwelleth. 
the word dwelleth does not talk about a state of being. All right, it's not just the fact, well, I, I asked Jesus to save me, I'm saved, therefore I'm good. Yes, that's, that's what we call positional justification. I am saved uh, through the blood of Jesus Christ. I've asked him to save me, I'm saved, and he's, he's immune upon me, the blood of Jesus, the, the title of saint I am. I am in Jesus, I am in his family, and it's because of that position that I will be able to go to heaven one day. But that doesn't mean that I enjoy the daily protection. That doesn't mean enjoy the daily strength. Because too many Christians, we, we, we've, we've gotten saved. We are a truly in the family of God. But we've chosen on our daily basis to leave God in the background. He's not going to impose himself in our daily life. He's going to choose. He actually said in the book of James, um, he that, um, he that bideth, he that, Cometh to me, I will come. Draw, excuse me, I saw, forgot the verse again. Draw, he says, draw nigh to me, draw nigh to God, and he will draw nigh to you. I must draw nigh to God first before he will draw nigh to me. God is not going to impose himself on my life. He's given me a free will, and I can choose to come to him. And this first section says, he that chooses to dwell, he that says, today I will dwell, I will do this. I, I, it's not only that I will okay, come for a little bit. This is the place that I will choose to make my dwelling place. You know, we think about the world, and part of the battle of our world today is the mindset of the world. The mindset and the craziness in the news and the craziness in social media and just the hatred and anger that is just seen all over the world today can become absolutely overwhelming to our minds. And, and Paul tells us Corinthians to bring into captivity every thought of the obedience of Christ, and that is so much easier said than done. The simple premise, he says in Philippians, um, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, just, and a list of things, think on those things. You know, we can get so consumed with our fears, anxieties, what we think might happen, that what we think on begins to decide who we are. The Bible says in, in the Proverbs, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Where my mind goes, that's where my body will go. If I dwell in fear, if I dwell in all of the problems of life, I will it will result in anxiety because my mind can it's going to because it, it gets consumed with it and therefore affects my body. And that's where a lot of this comes from. And when I can choose to dwell in all of the battles, and I'm not saying be oblivious to what's going on. We need to be aware of what's going on, but we don't need to be consumed. But while I'm aware of what's going on, I can dwell. I can dwell. Now, here's what he says. He that dwells, I choose to dwell in the secret place of the Most High. Now, secret doesn't necessarily mean that no one can find it. It just means it's a special place. It's not necessarily, unfortunately, it's not for the unsaved. This place is first of all for those who have put their faith in Jesus and called upon him. Those who have been saved. So it starts with the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. It is the first thing you have to have. It's not religion. It's not baptism. It's not, well, I believe in Jesus. The Bible tells us the devils believe and tremble. It's those of us who have acknowledged we are sinners. We need a Savior. We have repented and asked Jesus to forgive us, and we've called upon him for salvation. Romans 10 talks about this. Once we've done that, accepted that gift of salvation by grace through faith, once we have done that, we can then choose to dwell in that secret place, abiding in the, in the protection and presence of Almighty God. This happens by church. This happens in, in the Word of God and in prayer, meditating. But it also, the idea of meditating is day and night, every day, living off the truths of the Word of God. So when I says, you know, what's everything's a true, honest, just, and a list of other things, think on those things, I must, if I'm going to abide in His strength, listen and obey his word, and it tells me, listen, don't be consumed in your mind with the things that are lies, that are falsehoods, that are just there to bring fear into your life. Focus on truth. 
And that's part of what I do. I allow the word of God to be my guide in you know, Psalm 90. And thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. That's what we're here for. That's what we, why we go to the word of God. And as I do that, I abide under the truth of the word of God. And then I can find this respite, this strength. But I choose to be there. I choose to dwell. I choose to dwell there over other places. I choose to make this a place that I will be, but it's a secret place. And for me, it's a place I need to be. I must dwell in this place. And if I come, now listen, the rest of what we'll look at later talks about all the protection that comes when I, when I choose to dwell in this place, in this presence of God. But you know what it means? That all these other protections we see here only come to those who choose to dwell there. They do not come. Yes, you might be saved, but you may not enjoy these protections if you do not choose to dwell. This is not a state of being. This is something I choose to do. This is my action. I choose to dwell in God, with God, with his people, and I find my strength and my respite there. Can I encourage you? Keep, keep your eyes focused on Jesus today. Um, just these last couple, just in the last couple of weeks, I found myself some drift, drifting off onto the things of the world and on the battles and and all the what could happen and in different circumstances in my life. And I look at some of these things, and they can be so overwhelming that they can consume you. Can I encourage you? Keep your eyes on Jesus. I'm not saying oblivious to the world. I'm saying filter the truths and the events of the life and circumstance through the power, the love, and grace of Jesus Christ. That sounds super religious, but it's so simplistic. And I hope you do that. The fact that you're here watching this or listening to this is a sign that's what you want to do. Keep these kind of things at the forefront. Allow them to be the encouragement. Fill your mind with good things, good music, good things that encourage you, that point you to Jesus and not the things that are going to drive you down because those things can be some so powerful. Thanks for joining us on this Friday as we finish off the week together. Again, I want to invite you Sunday morning. Uh, everything starts at 9.30 as we're going to have what we call Community Day. We have met representatives from our fire department, police department, and first responders who are going to be here to give us a chance to honor them. And uh, we're going to have a fire truck from the Nottingham Fire Department uh, come and is going to just put out their display just to all come together as a community. So I hope you'll join us as we honor them today, honor them, excuse me, Sunday morning. It all starts at 9.30 with a light breakfast down in our Welcome Center area. And then our morning service starts at 10 o'clock. You can watch us online, but you miss out on some stuff if you're not here. So I hope you join us. 9.30, uh, starting on property here. We'll have a baptism in the middle of the service, a great time. So would you join us as we commemorate and remember, uh, commemorate our, our, our heroes, remember what happened 20 some years, 20, uh, 20 years ago, and then focus our attention on Jesus as we look to him for the answers for the current scenarios of our day. Thank you again for joining us, and we look forward to seeing you next time.